to the Deep End Theory with myself, Valid, and Leslie Snipes, the weekly podcast that brings you the latest in electronic dance music, interviews, and mixes. Today we have LA-based house DJ and producer. Mm-hmm. I've personally known him since college at UCR. Actually, we're in the same fraternity. And Phantom Freak here is in Westwood to talk about his journey. It's, it's really interesting to see him from performing at frat parties, and now he's now I see him at EDC and... Uh, just killing it in Orange County clubs <laughs> and just on the daily grind. Yep, just always working. How are you man. doing, man? I'm, I'm great, man. How are you? I'm great, man. Great to see you here. <laughs> it's kind of surreal. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, it's a little weird. I, I like playing radio shows and now playing festivals and and uh, I mean when I st- when I first started like what five six years ago, it was very humble. Like I was playing side rooms at like Sutra and Costa Mesa and like used to come out to those shows too. Like <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing you coming out and. Uh, yeah, it's 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 just been it's been a really fun journey so far, um, especially getting into like production a lot heavier this past like two years. Yeah, and so how would you say, what what made you start following this passion of yours? Um, well, I've always had a passion in music. Um, even when I was like a little kid, I would I just like loved to sing like on, on car rides and stuff with my family. I was always like the loudest one in the car, just like screaming at the top of my lungs singing songs. And uh, in my teens, I actually taught myself guitar. Um, I was in choirs and stuff, um, so I've always been kind of musical. It's always been like a passion of mine. Um, but I went like the whole kind of like normal college route uh, just to like appease my parents. And then once I was done, my parents were like, "Go ahead, you can do whatever the hell you want." <laughs> so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go do music because I've always wanted to do music." And so then you went to Icon Collective, right, for mm. a year or two? Yeah, uh, it's a one-year program. Yeah, I went. Uh, 2015 uh, to 2016. I finished 2016. Yeah, we've had a decent number of Icon Collective grads, and they all seem to, to know what they're doing. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, it's a really good school. Yeah, I would, would you say it's like a boot camp? Um, it's very, it's very intensive. Like I, I was also working full time at the same time I was going to Icon, and let's just say I didn't, I didn't sleep a whole lot. <laughs> Damn. You guys have like just weekly assignments how, how is the curriculum of that i've always um, wondered it's 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 actually very structured so like um it goes in four quarter cycles um we go level one level two level three level four it's one year program um and it's usually split up each quarter you're taking like a keyboard class um you take like a, an arrangement class it, you, you end up taking like song like two quarters of songwriting so you're physically writing a song a week and then you're showing it to the class so you actually have to sing on your own tracks too which is a little bit embarrassing especially if you're like not used to that kind yeah. of <laughs> <laughs> i imagine a lot of people probably can't really sing yeah exactly <laughs> exactly tune the shit out of it <laughs> Uh, but do you have to like sing live for the class or just uh, no? We never something? had no. It's always recordings. Okay, yeah, that's so, more chill. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's still it's still nerve wracking and embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, and then you recently just had an EP out in January called Night Prowl. Yeah. Uh, with Hari Kari. Yeah. Got two like kind of more. I mean, I feel like a lot of your sound is kind of sort of night bass inspired yeah. but a yeah, little it's, more it's, groovy yeah it's definitely kind of. it's definitely um inspired by night bass and confession uh type, type of music but um that ep that came out was a three-track ep and then me and harakari actually have another four or five tracks three of them are already signed to a label and i don't have a release date on that yet but um yeah me and him it's crazy like anybody else i typically collaborate with it's it usually takes a while to finish up a track but with me and him it's just like clockwork like we just go like work really well off each other it's really crazy 
How'd you meet him? Um, uh, surprisingly, I met him when I was promoting in Hollywood, like maybe a few years ago, and just like randomly started talking about music, and then like we exchanged information, and then like once I finished Icon, like I just asked him if he wanted to collaborate because we have kind of similar sounds. He 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 used he actually used to make exclusively trap. But now he got into more house, so the, his kind of trap influence is kind of coming mm -hmm. into that, nice. into his music too. And so you've recently, so how recently have you made that shift from part-time musician to full-time? Um, I would say just in this past year, and um, I'm just beginning more and more momentum. The more people I, I collaborate with, the more time I actually put into like Ableton and production and all that stuff. It's just kind of just like building on itself. It's just like a positive feedback loop, which is really great. I, I've just been, I've, like trying to have like an outside out of body experience like i've just seen myself grow over the past year and it's just it's i just blow myself away sometimes it's awesome yeah so what's one uh piece of advice you would give to someone who's trying to just get started in the um, industry i would say um just put your time in that's basically it like i i, I said i said because i have a really uh busy schedule because i work full-time and i'm also trying to do this music thing so I, I set at least a minimum three hours a day where I try to sit down and write something or work on something. Um, if, if I don't get that, then it, I kind of feel bad about it if I don't do it. But for the most part, I try to get at least a minimum three hours a day. Yeah, I see you're regimented as hell because yeah. I see you on like coach.me <laughs> and just on it every yeah. day. What is that? It's, it's like an app where it's like basically trying to tries to train your habits. Yeah. You so mark, mark off yeah, it's like tasks. Daily, you get like daily goals and stuff. Like you can set your own goals for a week and then you can like check them off. Huh. Yeah. So it's like a. Say if you're trying to like, like a, get started in meditation. An active to do kind of. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. That's and there's like a really whole cool. community aspect towards it where everyone oh, just like. Encourage each yeah. other. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like that. <laughs> so cool consistency is key i guess yeah absolutely there you go. yeah and then you also had a track do you want to play with vanessa yes um yeah. and vanessa was actually at the eric sharp there's no place like home show at sound nightclub mm -hmm. uh, we recently had eric sharp on the show oh cool um but how'd you how'd you meet her because that, that house is a little more it's more along like the tech house kind of vibe yeah so I, I i teeter back and forth between that kind of night bassy uk garage sound and also like kind of like more minimal tech house but all the music that i make is really like baseline driven so even like my tech house is kind of like it still has like booty to it you know it still has like yeah. <laughs> it still has a nice low end you know um but i met vanessa um just through a bunch of other friends through mda and stuff because she actually djs with mda down in uh, orange county so i mean i just ran into her at parties and stuff and then we just started talking online and she wanted to start a track so then that's how that came together i really liked your set at sound with eric it was a great set i i had never heard of her before that I was yeah i know she's she's a really good dj yeah. she's a really good dj yeah and so then along a similar route you also have a track young sally with thomas garcia yeah who thomas garcia has releases on understated recordings which the listeners everyone have a lot of the understated people on the show. <laughs> um, so there's kind of like this really interesting web of connections. Yeah, in the I mean, that's, scene. that's actually my network has actually been like a really good driver in this past year, too, because it's opened doors to like 
new labels, uh, other people in the industry, you know, other collaborators. And Tommy actually went to Icon too. He's actually my roommate too. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, uh, yeah, every, because my house is full of music producers. It's like five guys in one house and they're all music producers. So like at all times of the day, you'll hear like a kick drum and a snare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the neighbors love that. <laughs> Something's being recorded. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That, that probably like really helps with, you know, consistency too. Yeah, absolutely. you're all like pushing each other to... Yeah, it's actually really good motivation because like you hear somebody else working on something, you're like, damn, I should really be working yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so if you had to pick a dream label, would it be Night Base? Um, it would be both Night Base and Confession, probably. Mm. Okay, yeah. cool. Cool. Yeah, I remember Valid showed me um, WYD mm -hmm. as the first track. And when yeah. he was like, dude, I know this guy, like check out this track, it's yeah. awesome. I was like, what? This is sick. It sounds like <laughs> this should be on Night Base. <laughs> yeah, that was like probably one of the first tracks I released, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting to see your progression in your uh, production yeah. quality too. It's yeah. been it's been getting up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been getting better. Like just like I said, just putting the time in, like I and especially with all the collaborations I, I get into, um, I always learn something from other people. So that's actually a big reason why I've done so many collaborations this year. It's just kinda cause like I'm basically building more skills on top of actually creating music too. So in production, to get higher production value, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, is it just basically trying to get more cleaner sounds or arrangements or um, how, how does that work? I think it's a little bit of everything. I, what I've learned is, is to try to do more with less as opposed to just like throwing a bunch of stuff in. Because I think at first, I think that's what most producers do is they want to just put everything in there and it, it tends to sound a little more muddy. So I think it's best to just go more of the minimal route and just do a lot more with, with less. That's well said. And so do you mainly use like samples or synths or what's your, um, I what typically, your I weapons? typically do more sample based production. So it's almost, I almost work completely in audio. If I need to do write a, a, a melody, then I'll typically go to like a, a soft synth, like Massive or or okay. Serum or something. Yeah, yeah, those synths really intimidate me when I. <laughs> it's like yeah, they're yeah. When you when you first open them up, you're like, what the heck am I looking at? <laughs> <laughs> and the defaults are always so hilarious. Like yeah. the presets they have, it's like some little like chip tuny '90s thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so here's something that I've always wondered. So how'd you come up with your name? Oh, actually, I've been getting that a lot recently. I, I, I don't even remember how it originally came about, but... Um, I mean, it works so well. Phantom Freak. Yeah, and also people don't know how to pronounce it, which is the, the, the worst part. <laughs> people always say Phantom Freck or Phantom, <laughs> or Phantom Frequencies or I, something. I don't think I was <laughs> sure when I first saw it. Yeah. I was like, is it... Freak or yeah, it's, yeah. It's freak. I was probably influenced already by you, so <laughs> I wouldn't know. Yeah, honestly, That's interesting. I, I don't remember exactly how I came up with the name. I think it just kind of just like came to me. Yeah. And so, do you have like an actual management company that helps you? Uh, gigs? You, you're just doing everything. I do everything own? solo right now. Do you feel like a need to do that, or what? Like, what's um, your perspective as an artist on? I think I think a, any kind of new artist is gonna have to be some sort of an entrepreneur kind of. So we're we're all wearing multiple hats. So like essentially, you have to be your own management. You obviously, you have to produce your own music. You have to be your own agent. Basically, you have to go out and hustle and find the gigs and stuff. Yeah. Until you actually can pick up management and agents and stuff and they delegate that work out. But I think for the most part, like new artists have to be like entrepreneurial kind of. 
Yeah, we definitely, we, we even feel that a little bit with the podcast yeah. and promoting it. Um, so what genre do you think is most influential in electronic music right now? Uh, right now, um, I would have to say techno because techno has been coming up pretty big. Well, techno and probably tech house because especially with that whole Dirty Bird scene, they're, they're just yeah. blowing up everything. Yeah. And then techno, it's like making a comeback too. Yeah. It's all over the place. That's mostly what you see at like all the festivals too. Which is good. I'm down. I'm, <laughs> down with that. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. But Vlad and I have been kind of waiting for Progressive to make a, a comeback. So <laughs> progressive, yeah. We'll I've, see. Maybe in a couple more cycles. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like all music, especially in electronic music, it's very cyclical. So yeah. it'll it'll take like yeah. another few years and it'll be back again. Yeah. Like right now, like trap, in my opinion, is pretty dead right now. Yeah. yeah. Big room. Future yeah. bass is kind of getting. It's it's still hovering, but it's like fizzling, yeah, kind of. It's kind of like following tra- following trap on the way out. Yeah. Right? yeah. But, but yeah, techno is just techno house. It's where it's at right now. Yeah, absolutely. I I sense um, we were talking about this at Skybar, uh, but a little disco revival. Oh yeah, yeah, on. yeah. I think a little disco, especially like disco house, is like never actually gone, and like. Especially in house music, people tend to use just like disco to sample off of, anyways. Mm. It's very prevalent, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it, it's considered actual disco, but the Calvin Harris song is just, oh my god. That's kind of addictive right now. The the One Kiss song that he has out. Oh, okay, oh. yeah. It's very the poppy disco y vibe, but that's that's how you know it's it's coming back. Yeah. Another Calvin Harris summer banger. Yeah. <laughs> so good at that. <laughs> so good at that. I remember he had that EP last summer and it was like just spectacular. He times that. them pretty well for yeah. festival season. So like what's a what's a dream for yourself in 15 years? If you had a, a vision for Phantom Freak, how far do you go? What are you doing? Um, leader of a label, running your own festival, that kind of thing. I've always tossed around the idea of owning my own label. So, I mean, maybe I'll eventually get into that. But, like, I think I'm thinking both long-term and short-term, but more short-term because ideally I want to I be able to do music full-time. So that's, like, that's basically my main focus right now. But I think maybe, like, 15 years from now, I would, I would definitely want to have my own label because um, – a lot of times like your music won't necessarily fit with other labels so it's it's best if you just release it yourself and what better way than to have your own label you know and that cuts out another middleman yeah exactly um so here's some more geekier questions but so how do you go about and design your sets do you just willy-nilly just freeball them or um well typically i guess it depends on where i'm playing and what kind of show it is so like for instance, last night I, I played a House of Hustle takeover, so um, and my set time was more of like a, like peak to- peak hour, so I picked a lot of stuff that was also techy because like the House of Hustle is really like tech house, um, kind of minimal kind of stuff. But at the same time, like since I was playing peak hour, I wanted stuff that still kind of fit my sound, so like stuff that's really like bass driven, really bass heavy. So that's kind of where I went with that. Um, if I was to play like somewhere like Lakov, like doing an opener set, I'd play a lot more uh, minimal tech house. Um, and it also depends on who I'm opening for too. I, I kind of want to gear it towards their sound too. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so how do you design, like, do you sort of pre-design your sets or just always wing them? Um, I kind of just go for like an overall theme for the sets. So I'll probably pick maybe like upwards of 30 to 40 tracks and I won't necessarily go through all of them. I would kind of just like free ball it through the whole thing because it's, to me, it's more organic that way. Like if I see a track that I think like the dance floor is going to enjoy, then I'll go with that. You know, I don't want to just like go through like through a list Playlist. like one after the yeah. other but you do like really... actually prep a set of songs yeah, a specific do... set of songs for yeah every gig. and yeah I, sometimes i don't even go through all of them i think that that seems to be the most prevalent way of doing yeah. it where mm -hmm. you don't you don't unleash your full library yeah it's just <laughs> searching too much but yeah. not totally pre-planned yeah um, but do, do you have like um you know like a larger structure to the set that you have in mind like starting more chill maybe and working up towards something uh like yeah definitely kind of... i definitely play with the energy so like usually in the beginning of a set um i'll do kind of lower energy but still like groovy and then towards the end i go a lot heavier before you i kind finish. of ramp up right yeah. at the end yeah people seem to have kind of different opinions about how to like some people just want to come out like fire and yeah. like, boom, come out guns go. and blazing yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> so what do you think makes uh one set better than the other um i talking about my set specifically just in general oh just in general your opinion um i think overall it just got, it has to get you moving like if, if 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 you're not dancing like what's the point yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially with me, like if I'm not dancing during my own set, then I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely fucking up, you know? Yeah, it's <laughs> a good indicator. Yeah. I also use the same kind of idea when, when I'm producing music too. Like I also seen like Bot do this like on his socials, like where he does a dance test. So if he's not dancing to his own music, then he's like, yeah, it's not, this isn't grooving, you know? Yeah. yeah, I've heard something. You just got to listen to your own boredom. Yeah. And you just got to let that dictate. Yeah. If it's If it's hot or not. Yeah. So what's your dream venue to play in? Dream venue. Um, damn, I've actually never thought about that. <laughs> really? Be, yeah. Well, I've always... I mean, you've, you've played EDC. Yeah. That has yeah. high. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Now you got to start thinking the moon, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mars. <laughs> I got to go... Elon. Here. Yeah, I was, I was about Elon. to say, I got to go Elon Musk. Um... I don't know. Probably just play more festivals. I, I mean, for me, it's like it's. It doesn't matter if I'm playing for like a hundred people or a thousand people. Um, I still enjoy it. You know, I love it. Yeah. And so, do you actually have any remixes out so far? I've only found original tracks. Yeah, you... actually, I only I only have one remix. Um, I did a remix of Noisy's track. He 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 uh he had a remix contest for it. So then I submitted something, and it's funny because like. I already knew about the contest like two weeks prior to to the deadline, but I, I kind of just like half-assed it and procrastinated. And like the week of, I was like, I should probably just finish it. So like I finished a track in like four days, yeah, which was actually really surprising. But yeah, like fast. I felt yeah, I focused on it like day in and day out for those four days. Damn. And so do you have like how different is producing a remix versus producing an original in terms of your like workflow and your Mm, I think it's I think it's it's actually it's pretty cool to work on a remix because you're already kind of inspired by someone else's idea and you just have to like kind of like work around it essentially so there's already like some some sort of skeleton there yeah. and then you just have to build off of it 
And so did Noisy give you the stems directly? Yeah, or? so yeah, so he posted all the stems online. Oh, and cool. It was, like an open, just... it was like an open contest, and then he, he listened to all the remixes, and he picked his favorites for like an EP. That's awesome. Yeah. Damn. It's a good way to do it. That's a good way to get people to make remixes of yeah. your song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good exposure for him, too. Yeah. 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 Just get remix packs. Yeah. Um, so if you had to pick a festival, EDC or Ultra? Um, What's your favorite? I've never been to Ultra, but I, fi- I feel like my sound would probably be more geared towards EDC, hmm. especially. Yeah, Ultra kind of, I don't know. It's more commercial, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, yeah. but I didn't want to talk shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I read your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not bad, but no, yeah. It's I not, mean, at all, uh, not at it's all. It's more like Hardwell scene yeah, versus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although that tarantula stage was pretty tight. Oh, I've seen that. The yeah. spider legs. Yeah, and has like that was like a techno stage too, right? Yeah, I just peeked in on the live stream, and then Matador was on. I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah. He's going in. <laughs> I like that set a lot. I I watched that too. I think. Yeah, I think it we must be like, amazing. Just like being all over, like just over everyone. Everyone's just looking up yeah. and dancing. Yeah, it's very alternative stage design. Yeah, but cool. Um, Found that pretty interesting. So who's like your number one artist to look out for right now, besides yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Number one artist to look out for. I'd probably say my buddy Ocean Roulette. He's he's putting out a lot of really big tracks. Um, He just released an EP on Psycho Disco, Um, but he's he's always playing a lot of space yacht parties. The dude's like super talented, Um, super talented production, really great DJ. Like I would definitely say Ocean Roulette. So what's a day in life of Phantom Freak? Oh man, I wake up like at six in the morning to go to work. Up and out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I work. I work for an automotive um, manufacturer, so they design wheels for cars. So I do a lot of designs for like Ford, Tesla, um, basically you name any big brand. I've probably done a design for them. Hmm. So you're an engineer by trade. Yeah, engineer by trade. Yeah. So that's basically what pays the bills. It lets me allows me to do music and stuff. And um, so by t- like you actually mean the design of like the hub or uh, whatever like no like what? the actual like aluminum alloy wheel oh like a full-on yeah damn yeah <laughs> that kind of sounds fun it's yeah Cause it's you can make fun. like really sporty ones and uh it just kind of depends on what kind of work we get huh. yeah yeah so right now i'm doing a lot of tesla and bmw so those are more like oh, luxury that's probably, cars that's probably pretty sick yeah <laughs> it's probably more fun than like a corolla <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, and then, like after after work, I hit the gym, uh, come home eat, and then after I've showered and all that stuff, I just jump into Ableton, Ableton until I, I go to sleep, and then just do it all over again. Yeah. How many <laughs> hours do you normally get? How many hours of sleep? Yeah. Uh, anywhere between six and seven. That's a good amount. That's yeah. pretty thin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's uh, pushing it, but I mean, it's doable. Yeah. I, guess. I think it's if I get seven hours, and that's good. Like six. Kind of sucks because like I'm still sleepy in the morning, so I usually end up taking a nap like midday. But mm. I mean, I still at work. Th- yeah, at work. <laughs> 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 but it works pretty chill, to be honest. Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. They're pretty chill. <laughs> it's a side gig. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically it's is. really the side. Gig. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we'll do a, a rapid fire section to close out the interview. Cool. And then Phantom Freak's gonna hit the decks for a live mix. Um, yeah, but. So yeah, you wanna? I will. I will get the timer running. Sure. <laughs> um, 
So, I'll just fire off a question. You answer as quickly as possible, and then we'll whatever comes to mind. Yeah, just first thing. Okay. Just, yeah. All right, go. All right. Favorite track from childhood. Oh shit. Um. Uh. Whole lot of love. By Led Zeppelin. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. <laughs> okay. Dream B two B. Um. Me and AC Slater. Nice. That fits. Uh, favorite effect when mixing. Um, I use a lot of echo, a shit ton of echo. What song do you want played at your funeral? Um, In My Life by the Beatles. You're going out? What's your go-to spot? Um, I would say sound. Call it. <laughs> nice. Sound. Good answer. <laughs> good answer. Very nice. good answer. <laughs> yeah. It all um, fits the theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Easy Slater, sound. Cool. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. So now Phantom Freak will mix live. So sit back and enjoy some filthy, groovy bass lines. <laughs> yep. Thank you for coming on the show, and we'll, we'll chat afterwards. Awesome. Sounds good.
Thank you. 